Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside of Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Selsman. Hey, what's happening, man? Greggy! Happy Thursday to you, bud. One step closer to the Super Bowl. We've got a lot going on. We want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs today as well. Uh, If my eyes are not deceiving me. Yes. It seems that you did not change the uh, YouTube title and description. Uh, I I thought that was usually something that somebody else does. Uh, yeah, me. Well, I thought, uh, Al- I thought Alex. But I was that. hosting right. uh, the fantasy football friends. You, you texted me, so I texted you, yeah. letting you know uh, that the title and description is ready to go. Right, and I was like, "Oh man, you're good." So I assumed I that was like, you're good, you were man. going to update it. Huh. I, I see. But um, it was a miscommunication. I was like, those oh, who cool. are watching on YouTube, they think that they're still usually, watching the fantasy you know football why? frenzy. You know why? Because usually when you're not here, I put it in there, and Alex just does it. So I was like, oh, he's not here. Yeah. So Alex will just do it. You know? So, uh, Alex, if you could help us out downstairs right now. I don't right even know, know if he's still here. Uh, anyone downstairs, uh, in the titles and descriptions, ah. it is already written out. All you got to do is copy and paste it. Oh, boy. And we just got a buzzer, Greg. That- We're off to a great start. Yeah. Happy Thursday, buddy. Was it me that got the buzzer? I think so. You think it was me? Probably. I'm sorry. You lost. Like you down. lost already. I feel like I let us down. No, We're off to a great bad. start. What's the password now? Is it this? It's updated. Danny, you're too good to me. We've, we've got lifesavers downstairs, Greg. He's too good to me. Not the candy. Ah. Uh, I, I signed Real in. life. I saw I can do it now. I'm ready. You ready to go. Yeah. How you doing? How'd you sleep last night, Greg? I slept very well. Mm. You know why? Because Pharrell Coast to Coast, which you haven't, if you didn't watch yesterday, you should watch it today, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here yeah. on Sports Grid. What are you doing if you aren't watching? Dude, I thought it went really well. I was really, really happy. And I went to bed. I was very, very tired last night. So we worked hard, long day. And I heard music this morning. I said, Wait a minute. The music's my alarm. Oh, my God. And that's how I felt. This you morning. slept straight through. Not straight through because I woke up from the alarm. Oh, all right. But like, well, that's, I couldn't believe that's when you're supposed to wake up. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't, like, believe it. But no bathroom breaks in between the night? No, it's not the bathroom breaks. No it nightmares? Was, no nightmares. No, like, waking up and looking at the clock. It was literally just, oh, my God, my alarm. And it was time to go. Huh. This is crazy. Did you watch the Knicks last night? I did. I was there in person. You were? It was great. No. What an entertaining game. Why were you there? Free tickets. Oh, frickets. Yeah. 
That's cool. We've had a we had, we had a little fiasco last night at the garden. You had a fiasco. You didn't even you couldn't even <laughs> drink. Oh, for Peyton tackled you somebody. Drink. What did you eat? We were, were nervous about nothing. This. I didn't. This is the first time I ever went to a sporting event or any event really. Uh, I guess music events included, where I did not consume a single thing. Greg, it's weird. It was weird. People, I didn't move out of my who seat. Are with, who are you with? For two and a half hours. My buddy Rob. Tails right. never fails. The guy who got us out of our yeah, yeah. Uh, predicament. Did Rob eat anything? Rob ate nothing. We both sat in our chairs for two and a half hours. That sounds boring. That was great. Uh, it? it was me constantly uh, refreshing to yeah. see what the teams were on pace for because I had the under in the game. Sure. Uh, so that didn't hit. No. So that sucked. My streak of being sounds terrible. Like a really fun thing to do is just uh, Frank uh, at a basketball game just refreshing his phone all day. NBA picks? We're going to get better, Greg. You live and learn. That's what I've learned. You, Especially you know, I, well, when it comes to NBA picks. Greg, here's the good news. You're, you still, you're still living. It doesn't right. seem like you've learned. So, you, you, so what do I learn? You quit betting <laughs> on basketball because you were so bad. Right. You got back in yesterday. I'm back. How'd you do? Next question. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the impeachment trial. I plead the fifth. We're, just, we're asking questions and we're not getting answers. I plead the fifth. Mm. Did, you like, uh, did you like the map that I created for the fantasy football friends? So I saw the map. I, had, I saw that previously. Uh, the online. map of uh, where all the Super Bowl, right. the number one Super Bowl recipes in each state. I had seen that earlier uh, in the week. Mm -hmm. Did anything surprise you there? Why is New York chili? Is that is that a thing? Really? Like, I've never had chili on the Super Bowl. Chili's definitely a thing. Yeah. Well, obviously, Jim Day does it. I was pumped that... He's a Jersey guy. We got the buffalo chicken dip in Jersey. Okay. Real pumped about that. I like buffalo chicken dip. Love me some like buffalo chicken dip. like spinach dip, too. Love spinach, spinach dip. Spinach artichoke dip? Oh, my gosh. The dips are where it's at, man. The dips are totally underrated for sure. Bad. Even for chips... Like the French onion dip? Come on, dude. Even ranch dip. You ever had ranch dip? I've had ranch dip. Don't ranch, ranch dip, dip with the ruffles? Oh, I know exactly, I, 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 Listen, I know exactly what you're thinking. I like blue cheese dip in anything. Oh, my God. Like Fun blue, fact. You like blue cheese? I've never had blue cheese in my life. So I think, oh, my God, you don't even know if you like it. Maybe you're like, wow, this tastes So amazing. you know what? I almost lived through my fiance when she tried it, and like her face was so disgusted. Really? And like the way that she described it to me, I was like, hmm. I can never try that. It sounds disgusting. But I guess I should try it. You're a big blue cheese guy. Greg's a big any cheese guy. I yeah, I like, I like most cheeses. Greg, we're going to talk about the Chiefs today, I think. I like mo so I like most I like most cheeses, although I prefer hard cheeses to soft cheeses in general. It's a steadfast rule. All right. What do you mean by that, though? I don't really like brie, for instance. Okay, brie cheese. I've had brie cheese on sandwiches before. I've never eaten it by itself, so I don't... I've tasted it on a sandwich. It tastes what fine. You ever just had like a? I never a, just a had a slice. With, with, yeah, with or, or like a, so a slice. Yeah. It's it's soft, so oh. it's not like a slice. Okay. Oh, it's like a spread. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Maybe I haven't had it then. I think I've had it though. All right. So you're out on brie cheese. I'm out on brie. What are the other soft cheeses? A lot of soft cheeses. Yeah, but like ricotta cheese. You don't like ricotta cheese? You have ricotta cheese and baked ziti, man. So I think ricotta is fine. Yeah. One of my favorites. Like, I don't make my baked ziti with ricotta. Neither do I. Pound it. There it is. There it is. Put a little meat sauce in there. Oh, you have some mozz. Of course. Let's go. Oh yeah, you, you got it, man. You put any uh, you put any vegetables in there or no? Like spinach in there? In the lasagna? Yeah. And lasagna I, have, I actually have had a vegetarian lasagna, but normally no. It's the meat sauce. It's the mutts. Yeah. Like last year, we some fresh sauce. Last year we made bolognese. Last year, last night we made bolognese. No cheese. But like we put peas in it. Bolognese. That's that's the spicy sauce. No, it's just meat sauce. It's just, just meat sauce, but not baked in the oven. Okay. Not bad. All right. He's Frank. I'm Greg. We're not talking Super Bowl food. We are talking Chiefs props. We'll do that next. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, so, back here on the BFFs, Frank Stample, Greg Sussman, and I have some news in regards to the NBA. Don't talk about the Chiefs, the Super Bowl, whatever. Have some news. We're never going to get to the Chiefs. We are going to get to the Chiefs, don't worry. <laughs> get a full hour. The NBA is changing their all-star game format. They're adding a Kobe tribute. The NBA announced major changes according to the AP. NBA announced major changes to the all-star format Thursday, turning every quarter into a mini-game for charity before an, un- before an untimed final quarter with a target score that will decide which team wins. Scores will be reset back to 0-0 at the start of the second and third quarters. Then they will go back to where they were at the beginning of the fourth quarter. How's that? I don't get it. Okay. They're, they're, what, they're just mini-games? Each quarter is a mini-game? Uh, it sounds like the first quarter and the fourth quarter are the game, the second quarter and the third quarter are mini-games. Why are they doing that? It's a Kobe tribute, right? That they're saying. Well, that will. I haven't, well, yeah, I haven't gotten to that yet. Okay. So that's where. So that the, the, that is not is what related to uh, to Kobe. Uh huh. Okay. That's where the tribute to Bryant begins. The team that wins the All Star game will be the first to reach a target score determined by the total points the team in the lead scored in the first three quarters combined, plus twenty four. This seems convoluted. Yes. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> Sounds like another language. We spent a lot of time considering the right target number to use for the fourth quarter. Through the events of this week, it became clear to us that the only appropriate number for this season's All-Star game, 24. Right. They should have just did the thing with the uh, 24 for one jersey and yeah, 8 for the other one. much easier. Much easier. The teams that score the most points in the first quarter will win 100 grand for its charity. Okay. Same will apply to the second and the third quarter. That's cool. The scores get added for the fourth quarter to set a target score. So, for example, if the score is 100 to 95 going into the fourth quarter, the team that wins the All-Star game will be the first to reach 124. Get it? Sure. Got it. That makes sense. So it's not like a normal time limit kind of. Okay, so it sounds here. All right, so I think, that, I, think I understand that now. All right. Break it down. Layman's terms, Greg. So you start the game, right? Zero zero is the score. Okay, first quarter. First quarter. Yep. You play it. Let's say it's the All Star game, so it's fifty to forty five. Team LeBron beats Team Giannis. Cool. You with me? Yep. All right. It's fifty to forty five. They're winning, not beating. Win. Uh, winning against Team Giannis. At the start of the second quarter, scores are back to zero zero. Same thing happens at the, at the end of the third quarter as well. At the, beginning of the third at, the end, at the end of the second. At the beginning, quarter, at the beginning of the third. third quarter. Okay. As the fourth quarter starts, the combined scores for the first three quarters. Are back together. Okay. And then the target score will be 24 points higher than the leader has at that point. So you only need to score 24 points in the fourth quarter? Exactly. Well, one team will only need to score 24. I mean, it's going to take only, it's going to take like four minutes. In the All-Star game? Yeah. So much scoring in the All-Star game. Right. 
that, that that's it. Alrighty. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I appreciate fine. that they're trying to uh, have a tribute for Kobe Bryant, but it's, so, it's like that, they, that is the tribute. Twenty-four. Really, they really went about this in, in a really there will be roundabout way. So there will be other tributes. They say mm. a night full of them for him and and Gianna. Um. So what's the point of resetting the score again? I don't just for because it's for charity. Oh, it's for charity. So the winner of each quarter gets a hundred thousand dollars for their charity. For their charity. Yeah. There's okay. at least five hundred thousand dollars for do charity that, at stake. You can do that without resetting the score. Like we have the box score for a reason, right? Where right. kind of shows you the it score does. in each quarter. Huh. So you, you don't need to reset the score. This is a one year change. All right. Well Very dumb. as a Kobe Bryant fan, sure. Uh, I'm happy that they are trying to find a way to uh commemorate his life and his daughter's life as well. Um, but it seems like this is a little bit too out there. A little bit too convoluted. Greg. This is very strange. Yeah, very strange. I agree with you. It's I'm happy that it's for charity as well. It's well, I mean, great, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh. Probably could have done this a little bit different. Should we go back to the Reds? I got a Reds update. I really wanted to do the Chiefs here, Greg. Well, the Chiefs and Reds are both red. Sure. Potentially like the color of the Gatorade after the game. And the San Francisco 49ers as well. Free agent reliever Pedro Strope, now a member of the Reds. Okay. Signs for a one-year deal for $1.825 million. Bonus is up to $3.5 million. Good sign. Doesn't really change anything for the Reds all that much outside of the bullpen is better now, so that helps their starting pitchers potentially hold on to wins more. So for Luis Castillo, for Sonny Gray, for Trevor Bauer, although you know Trevor Bauer is not going to win any games well, this year. That's not nice, Frank. Uh, he's just not going not to. Not nice, Frank. I had him, we had him last year. Uh, he didn't win many games at all, Greg. Um, and I guess he's probably the setup man behind Rysel Iglesias. I agree with you. So if anything were to happen to Iglesias, if you're drafting in a draft and hold type of format, mm-hmm. a draft champions league in the NFBC where, yep. look, 50 rounds of a uh, 15-team league, that's a lot of players being drafted, Greg. You're doing it. You might want your handcuffed to Rysel Iglesias. It seems like that will be Pedro Strope. There you go, Pedro Strope, now a member of the Cincinnati Reds. Is there anything else we're supposed to talk about today? Um... No, I mean, you could just go anywhere at this point, Craig. Why don't you give me an update on uh, the impeachment? Oh, all right. So so today... All right, Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go, Greg. You asked for an update. I was giving you an update. The Kansas City Chiefs! All right, what about them? Where do you want to start? Just, at the top? Let's start at the top. Let's start uh, with the quarterback. That is Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is the favorite to win the MVP, Frankie, as we discussed yesterday. When you look at his passing yard numbers, the over-under, according to the FanDuel Sportsbook, sits at 300.5 passing yards. Minus 118 for the over, minus 108 for the under. Frank, what do you think? I lean with the over. I mean, this isn't one of my favorite props, uh, again, but look, the way that this Chiefs offense is playing right now, and we think this is going to be a competitive game. They're not going to take their uh, their foot off the pedal here. We saw that against the Tennessee Titans, too. Even when they were up, I believe it was 10 points at the time, he throws a deep ball to Sammy Watkins. So, uh, you know, they're not going to really let their foot off the pedal in this one. Uh, but it is worth mentioning that uh, he did go under 300 yards last time out against the Tennessee Titans. The 49ers defense a little bit better than the Tennessee Titans defense. I lean over here, Greg, but... It's probably one that I'm not playing, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah, I also lean over. I really like Patrick Mahomes. It's a really big number. I don't think I can bet on this one, to be honest with you. He has gone over this number in exactly 8 of 16 games, so 
You want to talk about <laughs> betting on a coin flip, Craig? <laughs> Tails never fails. Well uh, Tails never fails. Bet on Tails never fails rather than touch the Patrick Mahomes over under uh, yardage prop. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But you want to talk Patrick Mahomes yardage? I do you like Patrick Mahomes rushing yardage, right? I do. And, and before we get into that real quick, the 49ers allowed the fewest passing yards in the NFL this entire season. So mm. that's another reason why you might want to either fade Mahomes in this spot or, or maybe just stay away. Again, if I had to play it, I would play the over. But I'm with you. I do like the over with Patrick Mahomes rushing yardage, which is all the way up to 30 and a half, Greg. This is not Lamar Jackson. This is Patrick Mahomes. Sure. You still like the over. I like the over when it comes to rushing for Patrick Mahomes. I think that even though it went up, for as you mentioned, from 20 and a half, 25 and a half, now it's at 30 and a half, Patrick Mahomes is running the football. And he will, the Chiefs won't hold anything back. And they'll do anything that they can. You get the reference? Won't hold anything back. No. What is that from? Oh, it's the Water Boy. Oh, I like Water Boy, the movie. Yeah. When do they say that? Thank you very much. Well, also, give, give me the scene. Give me the scene. It's the entire, it's the entire movie. Dan Fouts is announcing. He's like, oh, he's doing that because he won't hold anything back. He can't hold anything back. And then he, uh, Bobby Boucher scores in the championship <laughs> game in the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> right. In the, <laughs> in the Bourbon Bowl. Do you know why he scored? Because he can't hold anything back. <laughs> I guess I never really paid much attention to Dan Fouts in that movie. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, of course, Greg's watching The Waterboy. He's paying attention to the broadcasters, right. as you, usual. You should be happy that I know who they are, right? There you go. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, over 30 and a half rushing yards. He's been running all postseason. I think it continues. I'm with you. Look, the 49ers allow the third most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. 380 rushing yards. How about this, Greg? They allowed Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan to rush for 27 yards this season in a single game. That was his season high not only this year, but dating back ever. to last year as ever. well. Not ever. I actually looked it up. Because I thought it might have been, this, is, this has to be Matt, uh, Matt Ryan's largest rushing yardage output of all time. But it wasn't. He has actually done that a few other times. But they allowed Matt Ryan to go for 27. They allowed Russell Wilson to average 41 rushing yards per game. They played twice. They allowed Kyler Murray to average 50 rushing yards per game. They played them twice. Lamar Jackson ran for 101 yards. Mahomes, back-to-back games with 53 rushing yards, uh, Greg. Over his last eight games, he's averaging 30.3 rushing yards per game. I don't think this is out of the realm of possibility. I'm with you. If I'm looking at yardage props for Mahomes, give me the over rushing rather than over passing. All right, we'll talk more about the Kansas City Chiefs when we return to Fantasy BFFs here on Sports Grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. I know the draft is the best part, Frank. We're live. Yeah, we are. I'm talking about my fantasy baseball team. I'm not sure I if there's know, anything that can help Greg Sussman's fantasy baseball. Oh, we'll talk about this another time. Next week, probably. You want to let the lab on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL draft season? Then join DailyRunner.com. Learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy, get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS. Line combinations and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. You're playing DFS hockey without using DailyRoto.com. You're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com. Where millionaires are made. All right. Let's not talk about fantasy baseball, Frank. Let's. Oh. Inst- you want it? No. I have questions. 
All right, let's let's continue chatting about the Kansas City Chiefs. Darwin uh, Thompson never really popped this year. Why is that? Because Damian Williams did. When Damian Williams got healthy, he once again was the man for the Kansas City Chiefs. The over-under for the Super Bowl sits at 52.5, according to the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm a big Damian Williams guy, but the problem is the Chiefs don't like to rush the ball, Frank. 52.5 seems high to me for Damian Williams. 52.5 does seem high based on what he's done in the playoffs. Now, I will say this, Greg. He is dominating snaps. In both games, Absolutely. he has played 85% or more of the snaps for the Kansas City Chiefs. So it's a one-man show right now for, for Damian Williams and the Kansas City Chiefs. And this seems to be the time of year where he dominates most. The problem is, A, the Chiefs don't really run the ball all that successfully, Greg. As great as their offense is, it's a lot of downfield passing. It's over the middle of the field passing to Travis Kelsey. It's if you're trying to take away Kelsey and you're trying to take away... Tyreek Hill, it's, we're going to throw it to Sammy Watkins, we'll throw it to McCole Hardman, Demarcus Robinson, it doesn't matter. But the word, the key word there is throw. So they don't really run the ball all that great, uh, and against the Houston Texans, he had just 47 rushing yards. Against the Tennessee Titans, he had just 45 rushing yards, and that was a game where, those were two games where they played with the lead for most of the, of the yes. game, Greg. So, we're still trying to predict game flow here in this game. Could be some back and forth here. Mm-hmm. High total. Mm-hmm. I lean under here, yep. but it's probably a stay away for me just because he's the guy, right? So if you're getting 85% of the snaps, let's just say the Chiefs are playing with the lead in the fourth quarter, like, yeah, there's definitely a chance he'd go over 52.5 rushing yards. It's not a big number, uh, and it's actually easier to run the ball against San Francisco than it is to throw. They allow 4.14 yards per carry to opposing running backs this year. They were much better against the pass. So it's a stay away for me, but if I had to choose one, I would go with the under. So... 82 and a half is the total for total yards for Damian Williams. I'm much more interested in discussing that than the just rushing yard number of 52 and a half. I just think I don't want to rely on the Chiefs to rush the ball. Andy Reid doesn't care about it at all. And you're right. If the game flow goes as we predict and expect it will, maybe they will run the ball out in the fourth quarter. I just don't see it. I don't want to take that shot. If you want to talk about total yards, 82 and a half, I think it's a more viable conversation. Right, this is insane. I just looked up Damian Williams' receptions. It's four and a half. He's a running back. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers allowed the third fewest running back receptions this season. Sounds like you're taking the under. Well, it's minus 196, so everyone's (laughs) taking the under. But, I I mean, look, there's a reason why they moved this number up to four and a half, because when I checked it last week, it was three and a half. So there must be a lot of money coming in on the over there, and that's like a perfect number, the three-and-a-half range for Damian Williams. I was on the over three-and-a-half against the Tennessee Titans. The thing is, the Titans were susceptible to pass-catching running backs. The 49ers are not. So for this number to be four-and-a-half, you got to hammer the under right now at yep. that. But again, you got to lay so much juice. It's like, was the juice worth the squeeze, Greg? According, to Gettleman, Gettleman, according to Gettleman, it was. Minus 196 uh, for total receptions there with Damian Williams. I-, I do like the under there. I think if you want anything to do with Damian Williams, you're right. you got to look at the total yeah. yardage there. Uh, and last week, he did have the five receptions for 44 receiving yards against the Tennessee Titans. The week before, however, he's had just two receptions for 21 yards. The common denominator for both of those games was he's been targeted six times. So he's going to get those five to six targets in these games, Greg. Uh, but... I'm definitely taking the under on the receptions, uh, and I'm probably more interested in the over in total yards rather than rushing yards because we know what kind of uh, 
dynamic pass catcher he is uh, after the catch. So, my, in all honesty, I don't love those Damian Williams props. The only Damian Williams props that I want, and it's not like, it's not a good number. It's anytime touchdown score. And right. I feel like Damian Williams finds the end zone. It's minus one, Makes the most sense. It's minus 135. Yeah, minus, that's minus 135 at FanDuel, uh-huh. minus 139 at DraftKings. So, yeah. close so, numbers. Uh, it's, yeah. about, it's about the same. So, it seems like... I never do first touchdown score. I think it's such... I was, I, that was any time yeah. touchdown. No, no, no. I'm just saying... Uh, if you want to know what the number is, it's plus 650. Him and Raheem Mostert are, are the favorites. Plus 600 at Fandle. Plus 650. So you get a little bit more value with DraftKings there. Uh, but I personally would never play first touchdown score just because it's so fluky. You have no so idea. So ridiculously yeah. fluky. You're just, you're just gonna, going to be upset. I see that his, uh, his rushing attempts is at 13 and a half. I kind of like the over that. That's interesting. Yeah, 13 and a uh, half. Yeah, sure. He's been 12 and 15 the past two games. Yes. But again, he's playing so much. Uh, Darwin Thompson, one and a half is the rushing attempts. Uh, the under is minus 148. He had one rushing attempt last week. <laughs> he had zero the week before. Uh, so I kind of like the under anything Darwin Thompson that I, you can find. I agree. Was, is there anything on LaShawn McCoy there? Uh, I will let you know in a second. I want to see what the rushing yardage is for Darwin Thompson. Five and a half, Greg. Can he get two carries in this game? Why not? Go for the six yards. Give me the under, man. I feel like that's free money, right? Darwin Thompson yeah, under five and a half. Absolutely. They're not going to use Darwin no, Thompson not, in this game. He might be inactive. I mean, he might be inactive. LaShawn McCoy? Yeah, you know what's no, an interesting prop? There's, there's, no, on a there's no LaShawn McCoy player props. No, there was a prop on will he retire after the game? No. LaShawn McCoy. Okay. Well, well we, there, there were props on will any of these players retire within the week of after the Super Bowl ends? No. So it was like LaShawn McCoy. Not happening. There were a few other. Drew Brees? You know, no, it was just players who were playing in this game. I'm just kidding, but yeah. it's fine. Uh, I think one Richard of them Sherman. was... Um, Richard Sherman is probably one of them. Uh, his name is escaping me right now. Frank Clark? No, the pass rusher. You're, you're in the right... Uh, right team? Trell Suggs. T-Sizzle. Will he retire within the week? Definitely a possibility, right? Go out on top of the Chiefs. But I can see him like, waiting more than a week and then sign with Baltimore, right? Like, <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I can't... Yeah, like, that. why would you do it? I'm not doing that. This is hilarious. All right. So retirement specials, they have Terrell Suggs is yes, plus 150. I actually read something somewhere that said, if you ever see a prop that only gives you odds on yes, don't even think about taking it. Yeah. They don't even give you the odds on no. Right. So Terrell Suggs uh, to retire within, uh, before February 10th. That's the date, the cutoff. Plus 150 is yes. LaShawn McCoy, plus 300 is yes. Emmanuel Sanders, which is not happening. Uh, Plus 700 is yes. There are nothing for, there's nothing for no. Uh, but I just upon finding the retirement specials, Greg, I found a category on DraftKings: Fat Man TD. Like lineman? <laughs> yes. Any offensive lineman to score a touchdown in this game? Yes, is plus thirty three hundred. Here's the issue: there's only offensive lineman. They have uh, defensive lineman in the game, and they catch a pass. You don't win that, right? And he's a fat guy. So what is? Don't, and then they, the, don't the offensive linemen technically kind of label themselves as tight end before the play? They have to. They have so to. How, what does that mean? I, there's like there's too much. You know there's mean? too many moving parts. Eligible. There's too many moving parts with this prop. That's how you. It's hilarious it. because it's, it, there's a category that says fat man TV. That, that's how you lose money. Yeah, we're out on that. All right, what are we doing next? All right, up next is we're on the wide receivers, right? That'd be Tyree Kill and uh, Kelsey, makes, huh? That makes, that makes sense to you. Yep. Okay, cool. So let's get the Tyree Kill receiving yards. Tyree Kill over under seventy five and a half. I think this number sounds right to me. This is where it was at last week, and while he had a great game, uh-huh. he didn't go over that No, number. he did not. He finished 5 for 67. Had the two touchdowns, so great that's game. great. Happy. You know, if you bet on Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown or to score two touchdowns, you were great. 
you're prosperous. But he did not go over his yardage prop last week, Greg. 75 is a good number. We have seen the past couple of weeks some players make some big plays against this 49ers secondary. We saw Stephon Diggs have the 41-yard touchdown. He finished with 53 receiving yards in that game. We saw Devontae Adams in the second half come out awesome on fire in the second half last week. Had that monster catch where Aaron Rodgers just kind of floated up there and it fell right in the breadbasket for Devontae Adams. Newsflash, Tyreek Hill, a little bit faster than Devontae Adams. Wait, two minutes. Richard Sherman, kind of old. Yeah, you should blow past him. Well, let me ask this yeah. then. I, I would take the over on this, but again, like like Look, a lot of the props that we mentioned today, the prop that I'm most confident in that we've talked about all day is Mahomes over his rushing and Darwin Thompson under his rushing. This kind of falls in the same category as like Mahomes' passing yards for me. I agree with you. Yeah. Totally. And they're they're correlated, obviously. So you bring up the point that Richard Sherman guarding Tyreek Hill potentially. Have you seen the clip that's been circulating of him knocking the touchdown away two years ago? Yes. Uh you know, if you you watch that in slow-mo. He was there early. It was pass interference. Sure. You talk about being burned, right? Right. Nobody's faster than the Kansas City Chiefs, right? You kind of got like Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman. Over 22 and a half, right? Like that's got to so like, be something that's a little tasty. So here's what I would do with Hardman. If I'm going to bet anything Hardman, it's for him to score a touchdown. Because if he gets behind the defense, it's either going to be a long touchdown or if he scores a touchdown as a special teams touchdown. What? So now you have the kind of dual eligibility yeah, 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 yeah. there. Sure. If I'm doing any Hardman prop, it's for him to score a touchdown. I wouldn't touch his receiving. Last week, he had one catch for eight yards. The week before that, two for 19. Neither of those are 22 and a half. No. What's the Demarcus Robinson number? I don't hear. Okay. Uh, 20 and a half. So I kind of like the under on that, too. Like, last week, he was two for 31. The week before that, one for four. He had more opportunities, though. He dropped, like, seven passes in that game. Against the Texans. Yes. You're right. He did. Mm-hmm. But, hey, that, that's a skill set we're looking at. He's good at dropping passes. That means we like the under. Dude, so you yeah. wouldn't touch any of those. Dude, it's just like so stupid. What's Sammy Watkins? That, that's the I one. I knew that that's, was coming. That's the one, Greg. I knew that was coming. That is the one. Sammy Watkins receiving yards is 48 and a half. He's gone over in both playoff games. Yeah. He's actually gone over that number in four of his last six games dating back to the regular season. So you found one you liked. That's the one. I'm not doing this. You're not doing it. Uh-uh. Well, that's your mistake. I have a feeling our uh, buddy Davis Maddock coming up next. He's going to like Sammy Watkins. He's going to like every chief. He's a Chiefs fan. <laughs> Maddock is next. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Greg and I are still talking baseball. That's where we are. Uh, oh, oh, we're, we're live. <laughs> we are live. We're talking fantasy baseball. We sure are. You know who's not talking fantasy baseball quite yet? Who would that be, Greg? That'd be Davis Maddock of RotoExperts.com. He is not talking baseball. What's up, Davis? Guys, I, I actually am getting kind of hyped about seasonal fantasy baseball. I, I think that I want to play in the NFBC this year and do a main event team. So uh, I actually am starting to get kind of hyped about fantasy baseball. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. 
Blow off the Chiefs talk, Greg. You can just leave for this segment. Uh, I'm going to talk with my buddy Davis Maddock here for a second uh, because Davis actually competed in the main event last year. I'm going to have two entries in the main event this year. I'm going to have two draft champions entries as well. So, uh, look, if you want to talk a little main event strategy, a little NFBC strategy, I'm all ears, buddy. So I I am certainly not well-versed enough in the market to know, you know what kind of strategies are considered absurd versus what is considered kind of normal. I think my my first thought from looking on the outside in is that people seem super, super confident that all of these pitchers who have not gotten hurt over the last couple of years are not going to get hurt this year. Like, okay, Garrett Cole, not going to get hurt. Max Scherzer, not going to get hurt. But But isn't it true that overall pitcher injuries, it's like running back injuries, like these guys just get hurt at kind of like an absurd clip. Yeah, that is correct. Um, and, you know, you're you're labeled injury prone or not labeled injury prone, you know, until it happens. Uh, but you're right in that regard, right? Uh, DeGrom and Garrett Cole going in the first round, uh, they haven't really been injured the past couple of years. They've been quite healthy. Uh, but they're kind of like the, 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 the workhorse running back where they're so hard to find. Those those two hundred plus innings of quality pitching are so hard to come by that especially if you want to compete in the main event for the overall, you've got to have some horses. Maybe not in the first round, second round, but like if you come out of the first five, six rounds and you, you don't have like one or two starting pitchers, you're probably screwed, if I'm just being honest. Yeah, I mean and, and I gotta I have to think a lot more about the strategy and think of, and, and also like um, you know, I haven't dug too deep into player projections or anything like that yet but I like I my assumption would be that if you can find three or four guys who can put together like you know facsimile a seasons even even in stretches like you know even if they're not able to do it um you know through the whole season but they're able to put you know a quarter of the season together where they pitch you know just overwhelmingly positive my guess would be is that it's kind of similar to like the zero rb strategy where you also have to grind the waivers really hard to find, you know, good spot starts and stuff like that at starting pitcher. Absolutely. That's the Lima plan, Greg. Low investment mound aces. There you go. That's your, your zero RB theory. Uh, Greg. Uh, Greg. Greg. Oh, Greg. Hey, Frank. Right, let's go. Let's go. Hey, Chiefs. Frank. Lima strategy. We're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to make money this weekend, Davis. Not the NFBC. Not the main event. None of this. I want to win money. So can you help me do that, man? Let's win some money, dude. Let's just bet. Let's just bet all the Damian Williams overs. Uh, let's bet him over fifty-two and a half rushing yards, over three receptions. Um, I think you can get him on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I think he's three fifty, uh, like plus three fifty to score two touchdowns or more. We're just we're just jamming in these Damian Williams props. So I'm happy you started with Damian Williams. That's where we just left off. And we were basically saying that uh, we would take the under on Damian Williams rushing yards, but that we were more interested in his total yardage prop because obviously he could do more uh, in the receiving game. And we've seen that the past two weeks. He's been targeted six times. You know that they've moved the reception total for Damian Williams up to four and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And the under is like minus 195 right now. <laughs> it's like, why did they move the number that far? Like, it, it's crazy. You know, I mean, I think that uh, player props, as we've seen, it's not, it's not really an exact science because these are not the these are not the props like these or these are just not the lines that sports books are most concerned with. I would imagine that FanDuel subscribes to some kind of provider that gives them player props, and uh, you know they're they're probably you know whoever is in charge of putting them out at the FanDuel sportsbook probably has some of their own 
personal opinions that they put into the algorithm before they publish them. So, you know, you're just going to get weird discrepancies like that on player props sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's the minus one ninety six is so large and it's so daunting to me. But I, I need to bring up Davis. Are we still in on Harrison Butker? <laughs> Look, dude, I already, I already bet it. I already bet. I already bet him at one hundred and fifty one for game MVP. It's not like it's not like I can email my sports book and ask for that money back. That that <laughs> money, it's 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 already in there. It's it, it's not coming back. Oh my god, man! Like I'm, tell- I'm all about these San Francisco defenders. Like I'm sold on that. We talked about it yesterday. The Bunker thing, I can't do, dude. Yeah, I, just I saw. Do it. I saw D Ford. We keep bringing up D Ford. He's the one, right? It's like plus fifteen thousand to win MVP. So look, if you think the 49ers are going to win, I guess you kind of just sprinkle a little bit on the uh, on some of those 49ers defensive players. But we want to focus on chief players here today, Davis, and we see the uh, the numbers for Patrick Mahomes: three hundred and a half. As the the passing yardage, thirty and a half up to thirty now. Thirty and a half for the for the rushing yardage here. Uh, you can some places you could still bet the one and a half touchdown. You got to lay crazy juice like minus two fifty. Uh, but two and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, and something I personally like. I don't know if you've ever dabbled with this, but the DraftKings sportsbook offers uh, you could just bet over under fantasy points. His over under fantasy points is twenty two and a half DK points. He's done that in four of his last five games. So uh, that's personally where I lean. I like the over on the rushing as well. Where do you stand with Patrick Mahomes this week? Uh, I do not like the over on his rushing. I think that that is uh, certainly a case where uh, recency bias is going to get a lot of people betting the over. I think it, I think it's like thirty two. <laughs> and so in his career, in his career, he has only done that six times, uh, and he's been uh, he's been in negative rushing yardage more times than that. But I do like the over on his fantasy points for sure because I I think that you know I, I bet on the Chiefs minus one and a half minus one twenty and uh, I think that this game is more likely to go over than it is to go under and I think the I think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. I think they're scores a lot of points. We talked about this so often, Frank, that um, the Chiefs are going to score a lot. Patrick Mahomes is going to do his thing, but three hundred just like Tyreek Hill, where his number was at, like. It's just worrisome because you don't know how they're going to get there, but they're going. They're going to score points. Obviously, Davis thinks it's going to be from Damian Williams, and that's fine. But that over three hundred number of Patrick Mahomes, much like the Damian Williams number to me, it's daunting. You know, it really is. Yeah, look, it's a big number, but look, he, the guy's been putting up massive numbers. We mentioned last week uh, with all the numbers that he put up. He still only had 294 passing yards. So again, the 300 and a half, it's a big number. Uh, but we said that, you know, if we had to choose it, we do lean with the over there when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. Look, the other two players that we're going to focus in on for the Kansas City Chiefs, we spoke about Mahomes, we spoke about Damian Williams. It's going to be Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. You know, how have you handled Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey thus far, Davis? And which one are you focusing on uh, having the better matchup here against the San Francisco 49ers? So there was a book last night, and it's gone now, but uh, that had the wrong numbers out on Tyreek Hill in matchups. So they were making him a dog to uh, Manny Sanders and Debo Samuel in matchups. Oh, so I don't feel that I, I don't feel that I need to bet Tyreek Hill anymore because I was able to wager him as an underdog in receptions and receiving yards to those two 49ers guys. But it, you know, in general, if I was still looking to get more down, I would be betting the overs on Tyreek. Okay. So over, so over Tyreek for you, if you were a betting man, which you are, right? Not, not well. So, so I think about I think about Tyreek like this. Yeah. So there's a big difference in his projection between the median and the mode, which is you know the number that occurs most often, or the end point between two different numbers. Really, we would never really expect him to finish with 77 receiving yards, right? Because that's just kind of 
it's not really the type of player he is. We think he's much more likely to finish with, you know, two catches for 30 yards in a game where Kansas City just, you know, they, they steamroll. They don't have to pass that much. But if they are going to be passing a ton, we would expect him to just clear 77 by a mile. You know, we'd be thinking 130 receiving yards because he averages so many yards per target and so many yards per reception. So that makes me think that his overs, I, I just think his medians really are underpriced relative to his range of outcomes. We haven't really too much, right, gotten into Travis Kelsey yet. And we did a lot of the wide receivers. I'll ask Davis his favorite one in a moment, but I wanted to get into Travis Kelsey um, for a moment. The receiving yards for Kelsey sits at 74 and a half. The anytime touchdowns plus 100. The first touchdowns at plus 750. His total receptions is six and a half. That's a lot of receptions, man. And the over on that is plus money, too. Plus 116 at the yeah. FanDuel Sportsbook. So you mentioned you like the overs on, on both of the Tyreek Hill numbers there, yep. Davis. How about when it comes to Travis Kelsey? Um, six and a half receptions, the over is at plus money, and the receiving yard is at 74 and a half. Uh, have you touched anything regarding Travis Kelsey, maybe an anytime touchdown score? I, so I, I did bet him in a matchup versus George Kittle. The number was not very good. Minus 115 both sides for most receiving yards, but I, I do think that Kelsey does record, on average, more receiving yards than uh, than uh, George Kittle would, so that's the only place I bet him. I, I think that if you're if you're betting props, you, you shouldn't bet the over on the whole team, right? Because it's, it's very unlikely that Sammy Watkins and McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Damian, it's unlikely they all hit their overs. So you should kind of think about how the wagers are going to play off one another, so if I already have these Tyreek Hill overs, I probably should not be betting a bunch of Travis Kelsey overs, but I did bet uh, just, you know, that one specific matchup. All right, Davis. So we've been talking a lot about overs and, and some of the big names here with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Damian Williams. What unders are you looking at when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs? We spoke about this earlier. Like they have Darwin Thompson's rushing yardage prop as like five and a half. And look, anything can happen. If Damian Williams gets hurt, I mean, he's going over that easily. But last week he had just one rushing attempt. So, like, are you taking any unders on any of these players from Darwin Thompson? Some of the peripheral players, right? Like Mikael Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. I have a suspicion that you're a big Sammy Watkins uh, guy as well. So, what are you doing with these peripheral Frank. players of the Kansas City Chiefs? Right, buddy. But it's the Super Bowl. You're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me coming on air during the Super Bowl and telling people to go bet unders. You know how miserable of a person you have to be to bet unders in the Super Bowl. Like, I know, I know that unders. First of all. Unders are generally profitable blanket in football. There are so many ways that things can go right for unders. You know, guys can get injured. Uh, the game can go radically off, off, you know, the projected script. But just betting on unders makes you uh, a type of person that I am not. And uh, so I'm not, I'm not betting unders on Chiefs players in this game. Alrighty. So with that, I've got to ask you just about Sammy Watkins in general. You strike me as a Sammy Watkins guy, uh, and his receiving uh, receiving yardage is at 48.5. Uh, his receptions is 3.5. His longest reception is at 19.5. We've seen him have some big plays the past couple of weeks as well. Uh, he's actually gone over that yardage number in four of his last six games, dating back to the regular season as well. Uh, what do you think about Sammy Watkins? Are you a Sammy Watkins guy? I feel like you are. I am a Sammy Watkins guy this year for like his career. I have not been. I've been out on him. But uh, the Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins Martingale system, it, I mean, it finally hit last week. You know, it, it only took until the 19th week of the season for me to get back to even on Sammy Watkins after chasing that week one performance. And uh, it did feel pretty good. I, I have not bet on any of his lines in this game because the, the juice on them is not 
where I want it to be. If I was getting plus money on the overs, I probably would bet them. But at, you know, minus 110, minus 115, they're not particularly interesting to me. Let me throw this out there. The the other guys, right? The DeMarcus, the, um, DeMarcus Robinson. DeMarcus Robinson, Michael Hardman. Michael Hardman, thank you. I, I was in brain for it. I think there's Blake Bell props as well. You know, I want oh, to see Deanthony Blake Thomas Bell props are good bets. They're I think, good bets, David, Blake Bell. No, seriously. Davis and I talked about Blake Bell. Yeah. He's paying Blake Bell to score a touchdown. He's doing it. He plays, for, he plays 45% of the snaps for them. He, he has played anything. 44% and 47%. Of their snaps in the playoffs, but he's priced like a guy who doesn't see the field at all. His his receiving yard prop is one and a half yards, and his touchdown prop is twelve to one. Like he he's like the best bet on the board. Blake Bell, you heard it here for first. Davis Maddox, <laughs> ask him about your fat guy bet. Oh, fat guy bet. Uh, I gotta pull up the odds here. There's one minute. So there's a it's bet 30, on the DraftKings sportsbook. Yeah, it's like. Plus 3,300 for a fat guy to score. But I feel like there's so many moving parts, right? Like, doesn't a fat guy line up as a tight end? Like, is he still considered an offensive lineman when he's on the field? Like, what happens if it's a defensive lineman who's a fat guy that scores a touchdown? Like, there's too many moving parts for this, isn't there? Well, I mean, for DraftKings, they don't want bad customer PR. They don't, they don't want bad PR. So, like, if a lineman scores in this game, they're going to grade it as successful uh, because... You know, they, they don't want people complaining like that. That's the worst case scenario for a retail sports book like DraftKings. So they're going to pay it out. I think the issue you're going to find is Kansas City is not throwing a pass to an offensive lineman. So you're, you're looking at is San Francisco going to do it? And, you know, they have like five tight ends on the roster. So I, I think that you know, if the Titans were in this game, I think maybe it would be something that I would wager on. But these are two teams that really do not strike me as uh, going to throw to their offensive linemen. He's out of his mind. It's Davis Maddock. That's why we love him. Davis Maddock. Follow him on Twitter at Davis Maddock. We'll be back to wrap up the show. Coming up next. Final three minutes of the program. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. <laughs> Frank and I talk about a lot of stuff. Have a good day. Uh, this is day. a really weird image. So I, I just clicked on a few things that were trending on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, how weird is this, Greg? Oh, that weird. It's Mookie Betts in a it's Dodgers. Mookie Betts in, in Dodgers gear? In Dodger blue. That looks weird, like man. That. that looks so weird. I mean, it's definitely welcome as a Yankee fan, Greg, but wow, that looks weird. I don't really think it works that weird. I see it. I see that more than I see him in a... Oh, come on. In the nice navy blue? Yeah. Batting right ahead of Fernando Tatis Jr.? Yeah. Oh, let's go, Greg. Yeah. Let's get Mookie to San Diego. He's going to go to the Dodgers. I want San Diego to be good. Then Trey, he's going to the Dodgers. No, we don't want him to go to the Dodgers, though. Why? Who cares? Because that means the Yankees are going to have a tougher time winning the World Series. Jesus, Frank. <laughs> on, uh, on January 30th, I'm already <laughs> predicting my World Series winner. Can we worry about that, like, later? All right. Right, the Super Bowl is this week. I forgot. Super Bowl is this week. We got we got two minutes to go. Are there any other Chiefs props you wanted to mention? We got we got the Blake Bell. So I mean, how do I top that? I don't. Man? I don't think you can. How do I top I don't Blake Bell? You, I don't think you do. Man, so I he actually said you get him at twelve to one to score a touchdown. Can you look up Blake Bell anytime touchdown score on Fanduel because on DraftKings it's eight to one. It's not twelve to one. Uh, so you might get better odds at the Fanduel oh, sportsbook. Uh, so look, it's not crazy, right? 
if the 49ers defense is trying to hone in on stopping Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, which makes all the sense in the world, it's going to open up opportunities for Sammy Watkins, for Blake Bell, for Damian Williams, like for these peripheral players not named Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill. So it's not crazy. You want to throw a few long shot bets out there here for the Super Bowl. You're watching. You got something on the game. Have fun with it. Sure. Obviously, maybe you put your larger wagers on the total or, or the winner, the spread in the game. You sprinkle a little bit on some of these long shot bets. Mm-hmm. Blake Bell is one of those. Another one that I like, Greg. We spoke about the 49ers yesterday, yep. and I mentioned this on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I like George Kittle and Tyreek Hill to combine for 200-plus yards and two-plus touchdowns. I really like the combination there because 30. they mean so much to their respective teams. Kittle himself could score two touchdowns. And they can easily combine for 200 yards. Tyreek Hill could score two touchdowns. He did it last week. And then you don't need Kittle to score at all. You just need him to go for 200 combined yards. You get that at the FanDuel Sportsbook over at plus 550. So that is one long shot bet that I'll be looking at for this weekend, Craig. I'm excited to talk about more long shot bets and to basically break down the Super Bowl in general tomorrow right here on the BFFs. Wager Talk is up next, followed by Coast to Coast. For Frank, I'm Greg. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We, we hope. hope.